anybody who's in the system right now and they feel like it's never going to end and the hurt is always, you feel like the hurt's going to be stuck inside of you forever. It's not. <laughs> There's going to be people that come into your life. There's going to be experiences that you have that kind of bring it all together. And it, it just, it sits in front of you and you take it in and you say, that made me into the person that I am today. It doesn't define who I am. Anybody who's in the system right now and they feel like it's never going to end and the hurt is always, you feel like the hurt's going to be stuck inside of you forever. It's not. <laughs> There's going to be people that come into your life. There's going to be experiences that you have that kind of bring it all together. And it, it just, it sits in front of you and you take it in and you say, that made me into the person that I am today. It doesn't define who I am. Um, so I'm happy that I was able to like turn around all of my bad experiences and realize that that's what makes life beautiful and it opens your horizons to better thinking and better mentality. Um, so I'm definitely in that realm of like healing and, and trying really hard to take others perspectives and mesh it into my own life and experiences because that's the only way that you can really grow. Um, I really truly believe that if you are healing from a really dark place, darkness always takes over darkness. So you can't heal with heaviness. You have to heal with lightness, with an open heart, with happiness. So right now I think that that's kind of where I'm at. And it's always been something in the back of my mind where I, I want to be able to reach out and help our youth because this is a chronic issue. Like a lot of people don't realize that even though you're placed into the system, they think that, you know, your life is going to be great. You know, you're going to get into a nice family. You're going to you know graduate college. I didn't know if I was going to graduate college. I didn't know if I was going to get married. I, I had all these deep rooted fears that controlled my life for such a long time because of the experiences that I went through in the system, but they don't define me anymore. And I'm, I'm looking forward to reaching out to others to be able to tell my story and to just enlighten them, to let them know it's not going to be this way forever. So, um, you know, I did lose both of my biological parents. I'm not going to have anybody to walk me down the aisle, but I'll have a full heart and an idea that life is beautiful and it's not terrible and that you can heal from the things that you go through. Um, so, I mean, I have all of my foster care records and I have all the information that I could need sitting in this little binder. So it has like all the transcripts from court. It has like what we were like when we first got into care. And like, I know it was a bad situation and I know that I, was not supposed to be with my parents. You know, I knew that they needed help and I'm glad that my mom took that chance to give us up. It's hard, yes, but in hindsight, I don't know where I would be today if that didn't happen. 
I don't think I would be modeling. I don't think I'd be a dental hygienist. I don't think I wouldn't have a dog. I wouldn't have a horse. I wouldn't have, it's not even about materialistic things. It's just about being happy and just knowing this is where you're supposed to be. So finally in that place, really happy. Um, I still have a lot of healing to do. It's never ending. I don't want people to think like, you got through the hard stuff and now it's over because it's not over, but it, it definitely gets better and it gets easier. Teresa, thank you for sharing that. I What jumps out at me, lots of things do, but the, what jumps out at me is that the um, your father would have had an answer to his heart longing to be with you. Um, mm -hmm. And that's six years. Um, yeah, and just your perspective on that, but just how much healing that would have happened for his heart um, because he fought for you in the early days of your story as I read that um, you had a father that fought for you. Um, Very hard. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just, oh, I just got shivers when I felt that just, yeah, that's that reconciliation, that the fact that you were driving down that road or that place yeah. and you felt that familiar uh, feeling, just I'm going to go here and the way that that just happened for you and that that was a real gift. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also hear, yeah, walking down the aisle and, that you know you're you're very grateful you've got a grateful heart despite that um but your dad's healing um yeah. through seeing his beautiful daughter you know um and and sons and so you're both yeah. well so yeah yeah well with it was so daughter, special so special um yeah. was i'm interested to know with your dad what was his first um i mean he did he see you just knock at the door and just like recognize you straight up of course or what, what uh, he, oh yeah so his name is Richard um yeah I just I knocked on the door and I remember him opening it and he was a really tall man he was six four it's very very tall we're all tall and skinny yeah. and I knew it was him when I saw him and <laughs> um you know he just looked at me for a second and I just remember tears kind of welling up in his eyes and just saying if you want to come in you can but if you don't want to, we can stay right here. That's all he said. Wow. So, just, you know, he knew I was nervous. He knew I didn't necessarily want to come inside, but I was kind of peering in, looking, seeing if I could see anything familiar. And there was this piano that my grandma, Teresa, used to play when I was little. And I remember her sitting at this piano. And I look behind him and I see this piano sitting there in the room. And I'm like, I feel like it, it's something that is relevant in my life um so this part might give you a little bit of a a tear but i ended up going into the house he was you know very casual he didn't want to step on my toes he didn't want me to feel any certain any certain way so he kind of let me look around and he said um you can go upstairs if you want um there's a couple bedrooms up there if you want to look around and my brother was in the kitchen so like it was me my brother and my dad and I go upstairs, I'm walking up the stairs and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I feel like I could have a panic attack at any moment because I just feel things are hitting me from all different sides and angles. And I go up the stairs and there's this door at the top of the stairs. <clears throat> and I open the door and it's my bedroom and my bed is made and my clothes are in my drawers, folded baby clothes. My baby clothes are all in my drawers. Um, he had pictures on the wall that were, I, I think they were still there when we were little. Like, I don't think that he took them down. Um, 
And then my brother's room, completely unchanged. He had Christmas gifts that had not been unwrapped in the attic. Um, when I was going through the house after he had passed, I found all of my grandma Teresa's paintings. I found all of our family heirlooms. I found, I found so much stuff, like all the pieces started to come together. So he was a very, very big piece in my puzzle to kind of healing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just seeing that, seeing that he left my room the same exact way. And I was like 20, I think I was 23 when I met him. So, I mean, that room had gone unchanged for a long time. I just knew that I was in the right place. And from there, we just got really close. Um, and yeah, it was proud. That was the best six years of my life. Yeah. And um, yeah, I learned a lot about him and I learned a lot about myself. So, and my family history. So um, it was good. It was just very, very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. And with, um, it, I can imagine that would have, just, just that whole story feels like it's out of a book. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels like so incredible that your dad got to have a gift to have you back in his life for six years. Yeah. I just hear that and I know it's not an easy story to tell. So I, I'm so glad of that because um, it makes me get moved because my dad, before he passed away, I had that chance, didn't I, to reconcile yeah. with my dad and yeah. that healing that happened in our relationship for a good two or so years, two or three mm. years even. Um, was an absolute gift and uh, yeah, incredible. Um, and so I still, I still, whenever I hear, when I heard your story, I just, I just felt just the father and just how, um, how beautiful that was that you mm. were, you were brought together. Um, yeah. And that none of your clothes were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what the love of the father uh, just just longing wow. and hoping that one day that would yeah. be even though it looked impossible mm. it became it seemed impossible i felt like i was in a dream i really didn't think that this yeah. was real yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But i actually have my grandma Teresa's paintings on my wall right now so yeah, these are some that your, paintings that... your name too like i would love to see them oh my gosh they're incredible yeah, so we... oh wow yeah wow Watercolors? Watercolors, yeah. She did uh, watercolors, acrylics, and then she did ceramics as well. So I have a little bit of the art gene in me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I have to do a little bit of painting, so. Yeah, I, I dabble in a little bit, but I'll show you I'll show you my art another time, like, because I don't want to wreck the screen or the story, but go, Brenda. <laughs> no, no, it's very, yeah, it's, yeah, it sounded like a, a movie, really, a movie or a book, you know, like you know, a father's, um, yeah, longing to have his, have his children back. So, yeah, that was very moving. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's... I need to get you some tissues. <laughs> and we've run out of <laughs> tissues, so... <laughs> I don't want to make you cry, I'm sorry. <laughs>